be it resolved. Hello, welcome to Be It Resolved, your weekly debate podcast. We choose high interest topics, sometimes serious ones, other times not, and go at them with zeal from opposing sides. You'll be informed, you'll be entertained. And today's topic is Be It Resolved, dihydrogen monoxide is a dangerous chemical that should be banned. My name is Sarup Sangu and joining me are Andrew Oates and Andrew Woods on the pro side and Al Brown and Mario Karekides on the con side. Welcome to all of you and to our viewers. Before we begin, a few words about our debate format. Each debate will be given three minutes to present their constructive arguments, after which I will join in with them for an open 10 minute round robin. The debate will conclude with a one minute summation from each of the participants, after which I will offer my comments and declare a winner. A reminder that the views about to be expressed by the debaters are for the purpose of winning the debate only and do not necessarily represent their personal opinions. The resolution once again is, be it resolved that uh, dihydrogen monoxide is a dangerous chemical that should be banned. Let's begin a debate with uh, Andrew Oates as the pro number one. Andrew, you got three minutes. Thank you, uh, Sarab. Uh, this uh, topic was new to me when it was suggested by the group and I, of course, went straight to the internet to do some research, find out uh, more about the topic. And of course, uh, dihydrogen monoxide is seven syllable chemical name, I and mean, who, who can trust that? But I'm gonna refer to it uh, from now on as DHMO because it's more pronounceable. But I found all kinds of reasons why this substance should be banned and or controlled in different uh, arenas. I want to focus on three of them here in my opening arguments. One is about uh, the consumer products where it's hidden and uh, is uh, foisted on consumers without their knowledge because it rarely appears on labels. And uh, about uh, some statistics I found from the World Health Organization about the number of deaths that it causes per year by asphyxiation. And then thirdly, with the Olympics coming up, just to touch on its use as a performance enhancing compound by athletes that uh, seems to fly under the radar and doesn't get caught by other tests. So number one about the uh, consumer products, I found it just shocking. Uh, traces are in uh, baby formula, soups, carbonate, carbonated bed, beverages, and even products that are labeled as all natural found to contain this stuff. Uh, it's used in community swimming pools to, to maintain chemical balance and in, even in daycare centers for purportedly for sanitary purposes. And they're not made part of the uh, labeling. They're used in beers and wines and things like that as well. Even bathtub bubble products for children. Now moving 
moving on to the WHO, the World Health Organization statistics, they say that asphyxiation by DMHO is the third leading cause of unintentional injury death worldwide, accounting for 7% of all injury-related deaths. This makes 236,000 deaths annually worldwide. We're worried about COVID. This happens every year. And the statistics for Canada are 289 people every year. And by the way, who says the global estimates may underestimate the actual public health impact? Performance enhancement in sports. It's not detected by the standard traces. Doctors recommend it. They know it won't be caught. It does, uh, athletes agree that it, it improves performance and virtually all of them use it, the ones who want to cheat. That's my three minutes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Now, can we invite from the con side, Al Brown to give his three minutes opening remarks. Ladies and gentlemen, throughout human history, we have used a myriad of products for our daily lives, things that we just accepted because they were there in our environment. We use them because they were natural or they appeared to be natural. And for the most part, they didn't really kill us. They didn't damage us very much. They were just there. They helped us get through our lives because uh, that's what they were there. I mean, we've lived with this particular chemical for hundreds, maybe, I don't know, thousands, tens of thousands of years as a species. And now some scientists are coming along and saying that it's bad for us, putting it in the same category as things like tobacco. I don't think that's right. We've faced, a, we've now live in a world where science can tell us everything we want to know about all of the chemical substances and compounds that we put in our bodies. And all of a sudden, we're finding out that some of these aren't very healthy. Well, that's, that's, a, that's kind of a trite argument. From what I can see, there isn't one chemical or one product that humans use that can't kill us. The only logical one explanation one can say from that is if we're going to die from something, at least find something that, we, that's, that, that gives us a little bit of pleasure and fun. And <clears throat> frankly, the use of uh, dihydrogen monoxide in society, the prevalence of use indicates to me that people prefer it. And if they prefer it, why should we interfere with their, <clears throat> with their use of this product? After all, nobody's gonna live forever. We're all gonna die someday. So let's just enjoy these products that we have around us and try not to get overexcited of them. To me, the stress of worrying about what we're consuming is more serious, more a greater danger to our health than the products themselves. Now, <clears throat> I'm sure that there are many statistics out there. As uh, my esteemed opponent, Andrew Oates has said, that indicate that this product is deadly. But so what? There I can probably find the same statistics for just about every other product. And I can also find a few good reasons for dihydrogen monoxide. 
which my colleague and Mario Karakidis will bring up. Thank you very much. Back to you, Sirab. Thank you very much, Al. Now, uh, from the affirmative side, we have Andrew Wood, who would give us three minutes. Well, thank you, um, Sirab, and um, hello, fellow debaters. It certainly, uh, um, it certainly sounds good to hear from the opposition that this is, in fact, a deadly chemical. And if they conceded that point right at the beginning, well, then that's all to the better, isn't it? Dihydrogen monoxide, just to say it sounds scary. I agree with my colleague there. I'll refer to it as DHMO. Do you know, and this is a fact, that this stuff comes out of the taps in our homes. It and, and there's no regulation. And, and it, it doesn't even matter. There are many places in our country where there are boil water um, uh, notices. But in fact, boiling the stuff that comes out of our taps, the water, that doesn't get rid of it. All it does is turn the dihydrogen monoxide contained into the water into a vapor into a blistering vapor that is still in the air and is even more dangerous. Now, um, people may not realize that this chemical is found in mother's milk, in human milk. That's how deeply it contaminates the system. And you'll never hear it. You'll never hear it talked about. It's never been approved either by Health Canada or by the FDA. And so when my opponent says, why should we interfere? Well, it's obvious that we need to interfere. This stuff needs to be banned, or at least it needs to be suspended, the use of it immediately until the scientific studies can be done that prove that, um, that, that the use of it is justified. And, and I'm prepared to go further in my arguments because listen, 75% of our ocean, of our planets are ocean. And not only is obviously the stuff coming out of our taps contaminated with it, but the very oceans of this planet are contaminated with it. And it's not even pure DHMO. It's, it's DHMO that has been contaminated with so sodium chloride. And so it's double trouble. So there is just no justification in any, in any sense to continue the use of this chemical until it has been studied, until it has been, uh, the, the dangers have been uh, uh, found out. And it's just, whoa, you know, now that there's knowledge about it, now that it's out in the open and the conspiracy has been exposed, now is the time to put the brakes on it, to study it properly and to um, highly restrict its use. So yes, I mean, there are so many products in which it is contained. And you know what? For I, for one, I'm staying away from it. And I urge um, people to, to, to support a ban on this uh, dangerous chemical. Mr. Sandu. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, uh, gentlemen. We have finished our initial. No, we submission. haven't. Mario. Oh, sorry. Mario. Mario. Uh, I'm so sorry. Mario. Go ahead, please, concept. Now, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Moderator. And I understand why you may think that I'm not necessary to speak because what you heard from our opponents is just basically, eh, okay. They even renamed it to DHMO just to make it sound like it was something different. But the, the, the issue is here that the hydrogen monoxide is very good for you. And 
the 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 problem is that people don't understand the the nutritious value that it has in the human body and uh, they try to make it sound like it's scary and whatever and to ban it because people uh, want to hear about we're living in a cancel society these days people want to ban everything but the thing is this dhmo helps the body in many ways it helps form saliva in the body. Without it, you wouldn't be able to swallow your food. Uh, it helps create, um, to, to carry its, uh, its one component, the O aspect of it throughout the blood vessels and then nurture the body throughout that process. Uh, it allows your skin to, to be elastic. Without it, what will happen is you would shrivel and die. Now, they're trying to tell you that there are chemicals and stuff in there. And uh, yeah, we, we've all heard about those arguments, but that's contaminated uh, dihydrogen monoxide. And that is where the problem comes in. So if they want to argue about contamination, that's a different story. But there are strict regulations to that. And uh, even as, as uh, we've heard, those regulations do apply and they have been tested by the, uh, by the World Health Organization. And also, let me just tell you this, it helps you with digestion as well. Without it, you won't be able to go poo. So, uh, you know, you, you, you need that aspect to be able to go poo. And, you know, they were talking about some of them were to, some people may be talking about performance enhancing and whatever. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. Without it, your sex life will have many, many problems because it allows you to perform better. And if you're going to go and take a blue pill for some people, guess what? Just have... DHMO, as they call it, or dihydrogen monoxide, as we want to call it, because it is a natural process to allow you to have a virile life. So ladies and gentlemen, as you can hear, a lot of the arguments that they've been giving is a little bit hogwash. Uh, and we will argue more specifically on some of the points when we get into the uh, debate uh, format uh, of this, uh, the open forum. But let me tell you this, it is a good, good chemical to have in your body. Your chem, your body needs it. Make sure you have a lot of it to live a healthy, healthy life. And don't allow these chemical companies, these people that are trying to steal it from you to monopolize it so they can sell you something different. Thank you. Thank you, Mario. Thank you very much. Now everybody's finished. Now I would like to open the floor and I ask a specific question to the uh, affirmative side. I just want to know how much of uh, uh, dihydrogen monoxide there is in the world on the planet? Well, that's the whole thing. Um, if I can begin, Andrew, pardon me, I'll, I'll let you continue, but I have a hard time listening to the specious arguments put forward by the other side, who admit that it's a deadly chemical, and who admit that it's uh, ubiquitous, and that it is not well advertised, and that uh, people simply are not in the know about it. Now, um, it, what was your question again, Saurabh? How, yeah. much, uh, how much of the mass of Earth 
this dihydrogen? Well, we don't know, do we? And that's exactly why it should be studied. That's exactly why we need to put the brakes on the whole thing until it can be properly studied scientifically. Andrew, I'm sure you have something you want to say as well. Well, I'd like to comment first on uh, the attitude of our opponents about living fast, dying young, we're all gonna die someday anyway, just have a lot of sex and you, it won't matter. We're trying to live a, a healthy and long life here, our argument is we wanna be healthy. And that's why I'm particularly concerned that there's so much of this that's used in preservation and the production of even natural fruits and vegetables, organics and so on. If it's so healthy for the body, why do so many heart patients, for example, spend a lot of their hard-earned money on drugs to get rid of it? Because it's bad for them, and it's, it's not them that do that. The doctors tell them, get rid of that substance from your body because it's killing you. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mr. Moderator. Okay, let, me, let, me, let me tackle this. Let me tackle this because okay, I, what do you want to say? I think this needs to be answered right away because this question uh, is really, really important. So let me give him the answer. They quoted basically that it creates 236,000 deaths uh, a year. Uh, and uh, they're trying to make it sound like it's killing people. When I was born, and, th and uh, this, this chemical has been around forever since the planet was created. When I was born, we had uh, 3.4 billion people on this planet. We're now approaching 7.9 billion people on this planet. Everybody consuming this chemical on a day-to-day -day basis multiple times over and over again. And people are living longer lives because of it. Now you're trying to vilify it, and I understand your 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 motives. Don't don't get me wrong. I do understand the the financial motives, like Nestle and others that do have to make money off of uh, you know keeping it away from us. Mr. Well, moderator, this is abuse. This is abuse. The, this is time to step in here, Mr. Moderator. He is yeah. imputing. He is imputing. Um, uh, certain, uh, you know, reasons for us making our arguments that have nothing to do, nothing to do well, with what claim two hundred thirty-six thousand deaths. They're saying seven point nine. Okay, okay. Can, can we have Albron uh, give us viewpoint? Uh, I think this is a very good question. Why at this time is this issue coming up for a chemical that has been so ubiquitous in our world? Who is driving this argument? Is it the major chemical companies are pushing a, 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 an alternative for which they have a monopolistic control? So it's, it's all it's about the money? It's science, Al. We, no. we make progress. We know science that, is uh, controlled by major corporations. We know that controlling the substance uh, controls cholera. We know that it's associated with malaria. We've learned how to solve those problems. Now we have yes, to but it's also very abundant and cheap and free, and it's available for, for every human on this planet to use. And the alternatives are far more expensive, and they come from major uh, chemical uh, companies. Okay, I want to ask another question from the con side. Do you think they have this chemical on Mars? Yes. That chemical exists on Mars and it exists in most planetary systems. As a matter of fact, it exists on the moon as well. It was recently discovered on the moon. Uh, and, uh, you know, th there, there is enough evidence out there that suggests that that, that is there. 
Now, one thing that I want to say, and our, our opponents mentioned it earlier, that uh, there is some sort of a choking hazard with this, that people inadvertently get uh, choked, choked by it and they die. But there's so many other products that people can choke on. I mean, Jimmy Carter choked on a, President Jimmy Carter choked on a peanut. Uh, George W. Bush uh, choked and, and fainted from a pretzel. So come on, are we going to ban everything that possibly has a choking hazard? We're not talking about choking. That is a hazard as well. But I was talking about asphyxiation, which no, is it's like thing. carbon monoxide. It kills people. But this is the death rates are much higher from this. In but is that a gas? Are you saying that this chemical is a gas? Absolutely. No, no, no. I'm just saying that if you ingest it into your lungs, which people do by accident, it's fatal. Right, and people do ingest things in their lungs in a different way, like a pretzel or a peanut. That's fatal see, too. Now that's, that's something that we haven't even talked about because there are multiple dangers with this chemical because in fact, it is a gas. It comes in gaseous form, it comes in liquid form, it comes in solid form. And it, as you say, it's ubiquitous everywhere, but that doesn't make it safe. That makes it uh, that makes it all the more harmful, so all the more you, reason to be Let me ask one final question to them. Can you survive without it? Absolutely. Uh -huh. You can't? I don't have an answer. You no. can't survive without it? Are you serious? Absolutely. You can. How many days? I want to have this thing banned until it can be studied and controlled. That's what needs to happen. So if you can say that with a straight face, sir, then I I, I just... Uh... Okay. I would like to ask this question to Andrew. Andrew, you like your beer, right? Does the, you want who to ban beer? Who are you speaking to, Sarab? We're not sure who you're talking to. Rich so Andrew. Andrew Wood. Andrew Wood. This question is for you. If you like beer, do you want to ban beer? Here is my answer to you, Sarab. Um, I have recently, only recently, really been informed about the dangers of inherent in this chemical. And it's just come up because of, because of the conspiracy, because of the hiding. So um, I have learned that, uh, yes, uh, beer does contain this. And I assure you that not one drop of beer is going to pass my lips until this chemical has been thoroughly studied and approved by the um, by the public health authorities here in Canada. Ah, uh, we get back to the argument that I mentioned earlier. Everything that we consume as humans can kill us in inappropriate quantities, and certainly. Dihydrogen monoxide is no different from any of the other uh, products and chemicals and compounds and elements that we put into our bodies. It's not the misuse of the, it's not the chemical itself that causes us problems. It is the misuse of it. And most people know how to use it responsibly. That is why there's only maybe 200 odd deaths in Canada out of a population of 37 million. Now, does that speak to an issue? Far more people die in traffic accidents than die from carbon uh, dihydrogen monoxide. And far more people die, well, not this year because of the flu, because of the pandemic, but far more people, I think, die from the flu than that, than, than uh, dihydrogen monoxide on a typical We're year. You're not saying it's the only uh, issue to be studied and to be looked into scientifically. 
we're just saying that it's time that this one was addressed because it hasn't been heretofore. And it is a significant problem in a lot of areas. Yeah, there's well, no problem. Hey, I think we finished round robin. We have finished at 10 minutes. Now I would like to uh, proceed with the closing arguments. We're going to go backwards, is it? Yes, start uh, with uh, Mario. Mario, start with me. No, start no. with me and Mario size uh, size up. Okay, um, Al Brown, will you go for closing comments for one minute, please? Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Sarab. One thing that has been uh, demonstrated throughout the, uh, our economy over the last hundred odd years, and that banning things, banning products never works. The US tried to ban alcohol back in the 19, uh, 1920s and it didn't work. They ended up repealing the uh, abolitionist laws as a consequence. So simply banning this product isn't going to solve the problem at all. The use of this chemical should be grandfathered because we've, everybody's been using, virtually everybody has been using this chemical in some form in the last while. I agree that we should, should uh, study it more, but we should continue to use it responsibly so that it doesn't cause serious injury and accident in future. So I have no problem with uh, continuing the use, my use of this product and I, I simply cannot see it being banned. Thank you, thank you very much. Now, Mr. Wood, Andrew Wood. Well, thank you, um, uh, Mr. Moderator. Well, look, if we're going to listen to um, Al's arguments, then things like hydrofluorocarbons would never have been banned. Things like DDT would never have been banned. I mean, there is it is pointless to try to pretend that this is in the same category as, as, as things that are, are harmless, because the answer is that we just don't know. The studies have not been done. And what is obvious and is incontrovertible controvertible that it causes death. It causes multiple deaths the world over and has for untold um, a, a amount of time. It's, it's contaminated. It's very often and usually contaminated with other substances that we know nothing about. And the point is, of course, that the authorities are simply not coming clean with all of the um, issues that surround this thing. And until we can be sure that it is safe, safe to feed our children, safe to, uh, safe to use, then it needs to be banned. Thank you. Thank you very much, Andrew. Mario Kerekidis. 100% of physicians worldwide agree and stipulate that it is highly important that you consume the hydrogen monoxide on a regular basis every day and actually have eight doses at least of this a day. It helps your physiology. It helps you live longer. It helps you live. As I said earlier, if they're making this such a dangerous chemical, how come we have a population explosion for the past 50 years where the population of the, of the human population has doubled from 3.4 billion to 7.9 billion now. Obviously there's a flaw there, they're lying to you. In uh, a way to, to use it in a different way, perhaps they want to take that chemical away from us 
but the argument that they cannot argue is that without it, we die. So no matter what they tell you, if you don't have it, if they ban it, we die. Simple. And they cannot argue against that. Because if they do, then I'd like to watch both of them not have this chemical for maybe, I would say, a week and see how, and come back on camera and show us how they, re, you know, how they did. So end of argument, folks. You're on. You're on. You're on, Mario. You're on. Thank you. Mr. Oates. Thank you, uh, Sarab. 100% uh, of physicians would also tell you that abusing this substance can be bad for your health. And you know, a lot of doctors used to prescribe smoking as a cure for various uh, hypertension problems and so on. They were wrong. I want to go back to the uh, DHMO website that I mentioned earlier, full of information. They have some survey results in which once people, randomly selected people were given some of the information that we've talked about, they were asked whether this should be banned. And the vast majority, in many surveys said, yes, it should be banned. Why isn't it banned? It's very profitable. It's very useful in the economy. Governments don't want to mess with companies that are producing beer and shampoo and various coffee, all kinds of things where they add this in as, as an additive to make it more saleable. Thank you, Mr. Moderator. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone. Um, it was very well argued, but I must say something. Um, um, I've been involved with dihydrogen monoxide for a long time. I was floating on it for 20 years. Now, if you ban it, I don't know how we're going to float ships there. And as the answer question, I asked you how much of it is there. We have about 1% of the mass of earth is water. That's what monoxide, what are you talking about? And with that, I would like to say thank you very much. And our next topic. Wait a minute, who won? Who won? Okay. Uh, our side won, of course. Our side. <laughs> if you want, we can postpone it and they can come back in a week and we can decide at that point. The Rav has just admitted a strong bias here. I think we should. Uh, Take that into consideration here. No, I it, toast it, it, to hydrogen it, monoxide, guys. Come on, let's host the toast to hydrogen. I, I think with all the arguments put together, the you guys don't uh, care when you die. It, it should not see, be banned. See you at the cemetery. Look you at this. Look at this. The hydrogen monoxide. Everybody. You cannot. Yeah. You cannot ban it. It's it's uh, the 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 con side one. Oh my goodness! I demand a recount. <laughs> okay. Thank you. To all our debaters and especially to all our viewers, be sure to join in, join us next time. There will be a debate, and the resolution is be it resolved that we don't really understand human nutrition. That we do not really understand human nutrition. And with that, I would thank all of you and the viewers for tuning in and wait for our next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. And please subscribe so you do not miss another episode. Thank you.